Luke chapter 2, verse 25. And behold, there was a, a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Ghost was upon him. And it was and it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he seen the Lord's Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, that he took, that he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word, for my eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, a light unto the a light to lighten the Gentiles, and the glory of thy people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled those things which were spoken of. Help me pray. Dear most gracious Heavenly Father, we love you and pray for your thanks for this opportunity to expound upon your word, Father. Lord, I pray that something that is said tonight will sink into the heart of the people and just Lord, let someone's heart be changed by the, the very fact that not only is it recorded in Scripture, that we can have full confidence in what the Holy Spirit reveals to us, Father God, that we should act upon that, Lord. Let us never never hesitate to believe what we believe and know what we know. Lord, I truly ask that you humble me in your presence and in the presence of these assembled. And Lord, let me speak only what you have me say in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for standing. May be seated. Now I want to read two more verses. Verse 34 and 35. And Simeon blessed them and said unto Mary his mother, Behold, this child is set forth, is set for the fall and rising again of many in Israel, and for a sign which shall be spoken again. Yea, a sword shall pierce through thy own soul also, that the thought of many heart may be revealed. And as I said, this is, you know, Simeon was a devout man, so when he spoke, people knew him. He was, you know, I'm, I'm quite sure an elderly man. And to think that it was revealed to him that he would not see death before he saw it. And I want you to look in your scripture real close. Because we think of, we, we pray and speak of the Lord Jesus Christ. Christ is not his last name. Christ means the anointed one of God. And in verse, reminded me, I was, like I said, I was, this is not where I was going. Yeah, look at verse 26. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Otherwise, until he had not seen the Lord's anointed one. Now think about the, the Christ in this day and time, the nation of Israel, they knew a Messiah would come. And Messiah is the Savior. You know, while they were looking, we look for a Savior to save us from eternal damnation and to strengthen us on this journey. But the nation of Israel literally and I, and I truly believe this is why so many people had problems understanding that Jesus, the, the earthly son of Mary and Joseph, was truly the Messiah. Even after he performed all the miracles, which we'll look at more next week. Because the Messiah to them was their, was their deliverer of, because they were under Bible. You know, and don't forget that during this time, Israel was not a free nation. They were under Roman control. Yes, they had a, a, a Jewish king. They were allowed to still do their, their, their own thing, but they were under, make no bones about it. They were under Roman occupation. They had to do what they were told. So they were not a free country. And so think about this. And when the Romans took over, 
yes, they let people practice their own religion to an extent. They let them have their freedom and, and run their country to an extent, as long as it interfered with Rome. And so, with that thought of them being invited, they were looking for a Messiah. They were looking for their Savior, someone that would come and free them. In fact, even his disciples later on said, Lord, is this when you'll free us from Roman bondage? See, even his disciples that walked with him still were looking for the time that they thought Jesus was going to raise up an army and kick Rome out. That's my opinion, but I believe I can prove it on what I just said. But here's Timmy was told by the Holy Ghost, a devout man, so he believed. He knew and recognized what that was telling him. That you will not see death until you see the Lord Christ. And if I'm not wrong, the scripture says, And he came by the Spirit, verse 27, And he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, that he took him in his arms and blessed him and said, Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. And, and what he was saying, according to the Lord, he didn't know. Moment. Yes, it was revealed to him by the Holy Spirit. But, and I believe because there's so many examples of people questioning God. Now, there's not anything else that I know recorded about sin. But he didn't question. The minute he saw that infant, how could it get to lose? There was nothing in his flesh or in his earthly reasoning that would have made him believe that that infant was the Messiah, Lord Christ, the Anointed One. That's why I really feel this is a classic example. I want to have to step out and say, blind faith. But yes, these people knew the Word. They knew everything that the Messiah would say. They knew the miracles he would perform. If they truly looked at the Scripture. And the moment he saw this baby, he knew he had saw the sign. He saw the Lord Christ, or the Lord's anointing. And yet it was all revealed by the Holy Ghost. And I think where I'm wanting to go with this is just like I said I think last week, if, if an angel appeared to us, I guarantee you we wouldn't know. I'm going to stay safe. I'm going to stay safe in that faith. And, and, I, and we're going to look at it a little closer. And I marvel, I just marvel at the time. Even though an angel and active with Mary, it clearly says the angel Mary, one of the arch, and not just an angel, one of the archangels, both her and the well, They knew, but every time, we're going to see these people, I'm going to look at it a little closer tonight. They marvel these things in their heart. And once again, I'm going to make a bold statement. I believe. Now, this is what he said. It's eight days old. What we just said. And at first, when I first read it, I thought, you know, I, I'm sorry. I don't give my baby up to anybody. But that was a custom in Israel. When, when elders came up, the milky list of baby up, to bust the baby. It was not unusual for an elder in the temple to come up and take something different. And at this point, he was eight days old. That's when he came, you know, he started signing for the purification law. But so, it's not a common. And plus, I'm sure this man was known. They may have known him personally, but when it says he was a dog man in the temple, they knew he was not just some guy off the street. But he was. And I really wonder how many of us really 
even before that, Brother Leon, how did you learn to read? What you listen to on the set? Had the word on the set. Well, there is no excuse, especially with the technology we have today. But if everything we needed was written in that book, and I'm making that statement say this, dependent upon the Holy Spirit and to look past what is written and what is really meant. Because I'm going to be honest, and, and I make all policy for this. Not everything in the Bible is black and white. Not everything is just straight, thus saith the Lord. Now, there are certain things that thus saith the Lord, and there's no other, no other question. But there are certain things that you have to think of. You have to, as Mary and Joseph, you have to talk to you in your heart. And there's nothing, it's, it's right and fitting to have a trusted Bible. Go to your pastor or your Sunday school teacher, you have a question of scripture. But who is our ultimate teacher according to scripture? Who is our ultimate teacher? The Holy Ghost. So if he is our teacher, we need to have complete dependence on him and know how and when to reach him. And I think that's the whole example. Once again, my opinion, in a buck fifty, you can still get a cold in some places. But I believe that's the reason the story of sending prophecy is recorded in Scripture. We'll have another, that's one of those wonderful nuggets that if you look at for what it is, as an example of just appearance of blind faith, he was told, he knew it was the Holy Ghost that told him, he knew he wouldn't see death in the moment of the Holy Ghost. And it doesn't say I'm going I'm 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 backtracking, but i got to back up on this. Verse 27, and, it, and he came by the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law. It doesn't say that the Holy Spirit told him this day he would see the Messiah. It says he was led to the temple. So once again, I want to step out and read between the lines. And this was another exercise of his faith. I don't know the answer to this. He may have knew. It may have been revealed to him. It's not recorded. But I don't think it was. I think he was led to the because it says he was a devout man. But the moment he saw this, Mary and Joseph appeared, and think about it. The baby was. You know, even if it was in the summer, the baby was wrapped up. These people on the digging parents are today have the baby, you know, in the diaper going on in. He was wrapped up the moment he saw it. There was something about it. Because he knew the spirit of the Lord had told him. He knew what he knew and he acted upon what he knew. So once again, I'll get back to the world. Verse 39. I'm sorry, let's just go on the story. And the child that being Jesus grew. And waxed strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. And this is some pretty common sense stuff, but I want to read ten facts about Jesus. Naturally grew in body, grew strong in mind, was filled with wisdom, lived in God's grace, had a gift for teaching, knew his life mission, was a model boy, increased in wisdom, naturally grew to maturity in adulthood, and grew in favor with God and man. Even though he grew in favor with God and man, 
almost always misunderstood. Now I'm going to read down to verse 41. Now his parents went to Jerusalem. Now, now we're, we've moved up. He's now 12 years old. So, at this point, 12 years have passed. Now his parents went up to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up to uh, Jerusalem after the custom of the feast. And when they had fulfilled the day and they returned, the child Jesus carried behind in Jerusalem. And Joseph, his mother, knew not of it. Now before, because I want us to, to think about this, before you think, what kind of parents were they? You know, they traveled with a big caravan with all members, big family group. They just figured he was some other boy. He would, he would be along. That was not a common thing. It wasn't, as I said, they didn't jump in their SUV. They went, many of them probably walked, at the, at the most had a donkey ride, but it was a big group. Thank you for one. But it wasn't uncommon for kids not to be with their parents. But I want to point something interesting out about, because it says uh, in verse 42, and when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem after the custom of the feast. Yes, they went to Jerusalem to celebrate the feast of Passover. But also, there was things according to the law. 12 years old, the Jewish child became a child of the law. It wasn't until they were 12 years old that they could really well, I just want to finish Jake with a whole lot better than me. He was now a son of the law and old enough to start being a servant of the hope. See, I think in this time, even though from the time they were big enough, they were weaned, they were taught in the scripture. But they were not expected and couldn't participate in the things of the law until they were 12 years old. And so, Joseph, not only did he have to go up, it wasn't just a ceremony. Now I know today, this dollar amount I'm going to throw out at you is nothing to us. But Joseph had to pay a fee. When you took a child to the temple 12 years old and went through the ceremony off the sacrifices, you actually had to pay a fee for that child to be considered a son of the law. And that fee was five shekels and an amount of $3.25. Can you imagine 2,000 plus years ago what a sacrifice it was to pay? I'm going to say it's safe to say for the average person that they had to save from the time that baby was born to be able to do that. And this is a man that knew. And this shows. Because you ought to heard some people say, and here's a preacher that said the only thing I've ever held against, really held against this man, he said, there's just no way you can, you can love a child, a stepchild, unless you can your own. That's the only thing I've heard can hold against that man. I don't have any answers. So I don't know this for a fact. But I left the house of every one of my grandchildren born except one. That's scary. Them grandbabies are my grandbabies. And yet, I, I, listen, I don't know this. Because they're not my blood. They're not part of me. But I can't imagine loving him. And Joseph was a stepfather. And he paid this phone. And he sick and hear this statement. Now, I, this is not saying that Jesus did it wrong. He wasn't saying this to be mean. I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. I think what we're fixing to read is an example 
and what God can't prove. This is my opinion. But you know, as everyone that knows me now knows I'm pretty opinionated. You know, I have a t-shirt. I may be wrong, but I doubt it. That should tell you a little something about it. But I've always felt that the reason Jesus stayed behind, and I'm going to jump ahead, we'll read it on, and he looked at me, why are you marveling that I'm not by the word? Joseph was not a rabbi. Joseph was a prophet. He was clearly telling them. And Joseph just paid this huge sum to the temple for him to be considered the son of law. And Jesus was clearly telling them, I got to make my father. You know, we go on. Two verse 43. When they had fulfilled the day, they, they returned. The child Jesus tarried behind in Jerusalem, and Joseph and his mother knew not of it. But they supposed him to have been in the company when a day's journey, and they saw him among their kinfolk and acquaintances. And when they found him not, they turned back again to Jerusalem, seeking him. Well, see, this and what I'm fixing to share is a full piece of history, but it shows how organized these caravans was. An ordinary day journey in this day was 18 to 30 miles, but it was tough to a caravan to travel only three to eight miles the first day. That way, if something was left behind, it wasn't much of a burden to go back and get it. Verse 46. And it came to pass, now, now listen to this, they went back to Jerusalem in really just a short, short day walk. But it took them three days to find it. Can you imagine? A horse, ladies that are mothers, imagine your 12-year-old child being lost for three days. And it came to pass that after three days they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the doctors. Now these here we're talking, not we're talking about but I'm talking teachers of the law. Both hearing them and asking them questions. And I had to underline that, and I need to really, that's something I do remember. Because when you talk as much as me and Sister Sue, you know, it's sometimes, it's sometimes hard to get, we have to remember to listen. And I said, me and Sister Sue, I know she's, she's a little bit of a prankster, and I know I had, to, I had to get even with her a little bit. But no, to me, like I said, it's even as much as I do talk. Uh, I'm going to get tough to this, but I'm going to do it anyway. You know, ladies and gentlemen, a conversation is two people conversing. One person conversing is a lecture. Anyway, that land where it's made. And we, we don't need to, once again, we don't need to think, and of course none of you would because Jesus would talk about some guy. But common sense would say, I'm not the I'm going to use my son. If that was my son, I'm sorry he'd be getting tore up. I'd, I'd love him and, and, and embrace him and glad he was saved, but I'm sorry that butler got tore up. And any one of you parents would say the same thing. But we're talking about some guy. But are we? Yes, he was. But was he at this point? He was a 12-year-old child. Yes, he was a different child, I'm sure. But we, 
We have, I can point, if all of us know the example of that special power, he was just always a good kid. She was just always a good kid. She could always be tolerant. And, and as I said at the beginning, I believe Jesus had to grow and learn how to learn dependence. And we, we talked about the reason he was just a normal child. He was a normal child, but I believe he was. But it astounded him. This is where I want to go tonight. Verse 48. And when they saw him, they were, once again, here he's sitting among these religious scholars, the smartest men of their day, the ones that were entrusted with teaching the law and knowing the law. And they come in, and, and I like to just imagine that when they first saw him here, Jesus, and it was a custom to sit among them. This is not unusual. When the, after every lesson the temple, the, the, whoever was teaching, they would hang around. And they would start, there were several areas about the temple where they would gather to even more that question. You know, as I said to Brother Edward earlier, you know, because I know I'm kind of like black liquor. Most people don't like black liquor because they make it for real. Some do. I think of myself, and I don't like black liquor. I think of myself as black liquor. Most people don't like it. And I know I come off different because I am different. I was accused one time of wanting to, of rocking the voter tradition. Always want to stir things up. You always want to look at something different. Why can't you just follow through? Why can't you just read the word and go with it? I don't want to rock. That's not right on me. I do not want to rock the word. I don't want to rock your traditional view of the Bible. I want to turn it upside down and dump it out. But ladies and gentlemen, we're, we're out to get the time. I know the time in history. Yes, we can look at all the persecution. But the persecution we're facing today is so subtle. I go live by the morning. It's going to be so many people in the church are going to miss it. What? The government was just using common sense stopping church service. And yes, the example was out there. This one certain uh, singing group, they ignored the, they came together, and I can't remember how many of them got, did crack the coronavirus, and really bad sick. Yeah, some of them actually died. So, and I say common sense. But this is just a subtle example of what we're facing. And if we don't get to the point where we try to understand why, we, as Sister Karen says, I like to think of these biblical stories. I say account, biblical account, because that's a word there. It's a story. And this is an account of the time of Jesus Christ that his divinity, if you will, was first recognized. But still, the two people that should have been the least amazed were amazed at what they saw. Their son, sitting amongst them, educated and astounded by it. He was, Jesus was blowing their mind. Verse 48. And when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said unto him, Son, why hast thou thus dealt with us? Behold, thy father and I have thought thee sorrow. And then here's the first reported word of Jesus. And he said unto them, How is it that you sought me? Wist ye not that I must be about my father's business? And they understood not the same which he spoke unto them. That right there is why I believe. They understood not. The two people that should have understood more than anyone why he would want to stay back there. Because he was now of legal aid to participate in the temple. And it always amazes me that this is not the start of his public ministry. You know, 
And we're going to briefly look at that. I don't want to keep it too long. But the two people, and the reason I keep stressing so much that Joseph and Mary should not go in, how much do we know? An angel never appeared to me and told me the truth. Yes, the Holy Spirit spoke in my heart. But, you know, I don't want to I never heard the heavenly told me. In fact, I wasn't even church. To tell you the truth, when I came to know the Lord, I have been in church service since I was 18 years old. And I was 39 then. I didn't know Lord, you might hit such a dance quite often. I didn't know anything about the Lord. Here, I work with a deacon of the church of one denomination and a deacon of another denomination for two years. Not one time was I invited to church. In 31 years, the only time I was ever invited to church was for a wedding. And I live in the Bible Belt. Work with Christians. Yeah, thank you, Lord. In fact, one time, uh, I got in my boss's truck and I thought, I don't know, what's this all about? It's all our ministers out of time. I got to bring the word. Not only was he a deacon, he brought the word. And that would, if, if, if there was never a better time to invite someone to church, well, why don't you come here? So, how serious were you really taking? So, what kind of life was it? He wasn't. Because I heard him come. I saw him drink. I knew he cheated in business. That was my example of Christianity. And this other guy, he was holy. He was Pentecostal. Now, he was about, he never ate. Boy, I mean, we sit down to eat. We all go to eat. Oh, Frank, the body's had to pray. He always had a Bible with him. And true enough, he lived a few miles from Newport. They only lived up in Bell Creek. Now, I can use my faith. Claim to be filled with the Holy Ghost. What? The classic example of why I wasn't a Christian. See this? And now this is off the subject. But speaking of being alive, this is always my philosophy of what came to the Lord. I always, I always had a prayer. And this is a confession hour, so we're not getting any deeper. But I was not a good person. You know, everyone heard the saying, the devil walked a good, good right hand when I came to the Lord. But I always believed in power of prayer. I always had a prayer. Life. Knew the scripture, knew about the scripture. But this is my thought, the Lord, I may not be. Where I, I, in fact, I didn't go as far as the Lord. I know I'm not doing what you would really desire. But at least I'm not that person sitting on the pew acting like they are not. Because that, what kind of life really to me? They showed me what I didn't want. But I looked at it in there. And then an old man one time told me, I was telling him that. You know, he did say, I'm waiting on the talk. It's not much your take on Christianity. You want the Christian? It's not much your take on Christianity. Well, I'm not living the way I should. I know I'm not living. A godly life. But at least I'm not those people that say this and hurt another people. So when you see that false example, just like those two examples I give you, well, how about was that? You know what that old man said? He said, I'm not a church either. He's not far from working with people, but at least that hypocrite said, I'm here to that we are. Change my whole thought. Change my whole thought. And I need to wrap this up. 
and uh, verse 50 again. And they understood not the saying which he spake in verse 51. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject unto them. But his mother kept all these sayings in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in the favor with all men. You know, and, and we, I'm going to try to really wrap this up. I'm going to have to cram a lot in. I'm not going to cover all that needs to be covered. But you know, it's important in Scripture that Jesus' half-brother, his earthly brother, didn't recognize him as faith. In fact, even Jesus himself, and we've already determined the fact that he was fully God when he walked this earth. Could have done anything he wanted to do, but does it not record that when he went to Nazareth, once he started ministry, that he couldn't perform a new miracle due to unbelief? So, even his own family told him. I want to read a statement. What can you do now? The biggest day he was known as for the act of assembly of God. You know, and he spent his life studying the scripture. And I, and I just honestly believe his commentary is accurate. He started, he, he became a man, he went to work with Joseph, he learned to be a carpenter, 
He worked in the carpenter, worked in Japan. But yet, he lived that fiddle. I feel they thought he was good. But most men, I'm talking about their marriage. Most of them were killed. He did. Regardless of what some people want to keep. And he had to live that life to learn. Because if he had, there is no way he could be an animal. Because as I said at the beginning of this, God knows have no contact with him. He can't even look on it. And as I point out, the fact that he turned his back and tried to hang on the cross proves that God got put in sin. So if he couldn't look at his only begotten son, he became sin, knowing he had never sinned. How is he ever going to open up to we sin? If we have unconfessed sin. And, and since again, I apologize, I have to bring something out. He said this morning, a lie is no different, no worse than a murder. I disagree. A lie is one of the things that God hates. A lie is much worse than a murder. Exactly. But the reason I say that is, how many of you have told a lie? Is there such a thing? Why, why? How many of them ever murdered? I mean, actually took a lot. I mean, I guess I know when you call your brother fool, take your brother just for a second to be murdered. Talk about the actual act of taking a lot. No. And, and hopefully never will. But murder is different than killing. But the thing of man does not say, thou shalt not murder. And thou shalt not. And it doesn't say thou shalt not kill. Because I can look at Ecclesiastes chapter 3. If you believe that every word of the Bible is the word of God, you tell me it's killing is a sin. But the Ecclesiastes chapter 3 says there is a time to kill. There is a difference in going to war and killing somebody. Or I'm going to go up there for that and fit. That's why I'm saying it shouldn't be thou shalt not kill. It should be thou shalt not murder. Because right there is a big difference. And just as this, there is a. Huh? Well, in the original text, it doesn't say kill itself murder. We're not changing. We have, man has changed when we wrote the Ten Commandments. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So, that's like me, brother, probably this morning. The scripture that led me to really want to study the Bible, I believe it's recorded in Luke, says, Jesus speaks. If you don't hate your brother and your brother, you can't be a follower of mine. Is that not what the King James says? And I said, well, wait a minute. This can't be right. You mean... And I just read earlier the day before that, well, God is love. But he's telling me I have to hate my family? Once again, a wrong interpretation. That word hate should be love love. So, if there's an example in the Bible that they translate the word hate, and it really means to love love, shouldn't we hear enough and if I had not questioned, I'm going to be honest, if I had not questioned that one verse, I wouldn't be where I'm at today with the Lord. I'm okay. Y'all are good. Get y'all. I got to hate you. You're through. You're out of my life. So am I wrong to question this story? To say this may mean or to, or to think, why? Why did he 
cloth clothing, breaking here. Why did he disobey his parents and stay behind? Yet that was an example, not only for us, just recording scripture, as I just read from the commentary, that was him giving Mary and Joseph a glimpse of what he was doing. And I'm going to leave you with a question. This, this is the last thing I'm going to say. You know, after we get first. If it comes to life, if that was a glimpse, for what said, if that was a glimpse into what his divinity, into what he could become, why? Because they all Jesus the rabbi, rabbi, teacher. Why was he not Why was he not acting in the temple, teaching as an official member? And I want you to ponder on that. And think about that because we have to wonder why did he, why did God want him? Okay. Now, yeah, I'm going to say this. Where would he have the greatest opportunity to change? As just a wondering preacher? Or as a Pharisee? Or Sadducees. We did never get Sadducees connected for the But as a real church, let's bring it modern. Who has the most opportunity to influence somebody? Uh, as, as a whole congregation? The pastor or the newest member? The pastor. The Sunday school teacher. But why was he not in the back? And we've already thought about this, right? So, do we really change from the end? Or do we change from the back? Forgive me. Because you know, I, I said I wasn't told this. This is, this is fitting. Jesus came and done everything different. He was the Messiah. He was the deliverer. He was the one that will eventually free Israel. But as I said last week, well, our second coming will be the nation of Israel first. For many. Now, many Jews believe Jesus is but the ones that don't, at the second coming and after the great tribulation, they will accept the life of their son. It'll be their first time. I was talking to a got an opportunity to talk to a very educated man, very humble. I feel a good Christian man, even though I don't necessarily agree with everything his denomination teaches. And he made a statement to me, well, how can this denomination ever change? Because all we do is put people on the field. Until we get people outside that hasn't grew up under the teaching. I did That's why I'm so thankful I didn't grow up in church. Now I made that statement. One man, he goes, you're saying you're glad you were the sinner for most of your life? I said, no, that's not what I said. I said I'm glad I didn't grow up in church. Because I was happy when I came to the Word, and when I started studying the Word, I didn't look at it from a sinner God point of view. I didn't look at it from a church God point of view. Or a first Baptist point of view, or a free will Baptist point of view, or a church Christ point of view, or a Presbyterian point of view. Because even with this, if you don't think the Pentecostal denomination has different views, why do we have the Sydney God? Why do we have the church God? Why do we have the Pentecostal church God? Why do we have the, the first Pentecostal church God? Because they all disagree. The Sydney God, the church God, and the Pentecostal church God, their point of contention is sanctification. And Sister Gamble knows better. I will keep talking to me here. 
Some believe that sanctification is growing in the process. One of them no, that's not right. The minute you're saved, you're, you're fully sanctified and, and, and it's all there to it. But guess what happened? I'm going to take my group over here and we're going to be the sin of God. Well, I'm going to take my group over and we're going to be the church of God. Exactly. That's what Jesus did to the nation of Israel. He brought in some not new ideals because they're all found all through the Old Testament. But he brought it in a different way. Because he was. That was never going to be the earthly high priest. Because he wasn't born to live. He was never going to be a, a Pharisee. He wasn't educated, so he wasn't going to be a prophet. So he brought in old ideals. But he presented them in a new way. And what did it do? It changed it. And we can thank the Lord for that. So is change wrong? Is it wrong to look at the scripture a different way? Or are we at a point where we need to look at the As I said multiple times already in these last three weeks, insanity is doing the same thing but a different result. Am I wrong in trying to encourage y'all maybe I hope I'm not browbeating or saying things in a way that puts the scripture but am I wrong to want us to get to a point where we think different? When I look around, see the NPC, I think I'm doing something.